and welcome to Celebrating Simple Life. I'm Kimberly, and I've been planning parties and incredible events for the past 15 years. I'm passionate about connecting people, making gatherings purposeful, and making the most out of every moment. Join me as we learn together how to find joy, celebrate the simple things in life, use events to grow your business, entertain with purpose, and have a whole lot of fun along the way. Cheers to Celebrating Simple Life. Before I introduce our guest today, I wanted to take a minute to read you a review from this week. And you guys, you have no idea how incredibly, to be quite honest, scary and vulnerable it feels to just be putting out these podcasts and conversations. And it makes my heart leap up, but it's also incredibly vulnerable to just be talking um, about this. And so when I hear reviews that are like the one you're about to hear, it makes me feel like I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So the winner of the review for this week is Bay 1020 and she writes, he or she writes, the queen of purpose. I am so excited to join these podcasts each week with Kimberly. Her zest for life is contagious. She is purposeful in everything she does, and her heart is at the core of everything she creates. Ah, thank you. That is beautiful. So, Bay1020, please DM Instagram, Celebrating Simple Life, to uh, touch base, and your gift will be on its way. Today on the show, I am so excited to have Christine, the organizer here. Organizing might be one of my top five favorite things, and she is um, such an incredible person who just has this gift of being able to see a situation for what it is, whether it be physical clutter organization or mental clutter. Her background um, as a bookkeeper is an absolute fit to connect her with businesses and to be able to find ways to streamline paper, organize your mind, your house, your life. And she is just a wealth of knowledge and just such a beautiful human. So stay tuned and get organized. Hello, Christine. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. So for those of you who have not yet had the pleasure of meeting this lovely woman, um, I have recently met Christine um, actually through the Well Collaborative, which um, I'm a member of and Christine is a member too. And that was kind of how our paths crossed initially, um, which is beautiful because that's the whole point of the Well is connecting Mm -hmm. women in business. And you and I randomly sat beside each Mm -hmm. other at an, an event there and just obviously started talking and introducing ourselves, realized we live super close to one another. And it was just like one of those, like by chance, hitting it it off, funny kind of things. Hey, (laughs) Um, so you need to follow Christine. Christine is a woman after my own heart because her entire 
business and world revolves around organization, which I love. Um, but her and I were kind of laughing this morning because she, since meeting you a few months ago, have seen me in one of the most chaotic periods of my life. And I keep saying to you, okay, I'm really actually quite an organized person, but you're like seeing the worst of me. So we're just going to keep this real here today. So welcome. Thank you. And I'm so, I'm so excited to chat with you. So tell me a little bit about you and your background and how did Christine become Christine the organizer? (laughs) All right. Well, my um my start is not all that elegant (laughs) that's the best kind (laughs) it was basically i was working in the service industry a number of years back and managing my family um my children's father and i had separated a couple years before and i was living my life and managing my family and um working in an industry that I was not at all interested in and was really kind of draining my soul. Mm. And so I got to a point where I really needed change. I actually had a bit of a meltdown and just, I got to a point where I was completely overwhelmed and exhausted. I'm, you know, I had two little kids. They would have been five and nine at the time or something like that. And, um, doing it on my own. And it was, it was really tough. And so I got to a point where I hit a turning point. I had just had enough and of, of following somebody else's dream, living somebody else's life and putting money in somebody else's pocket. And so I decided to open a business. And the reason that I went towards organizing is because ever since I was really, really little, (laughs) you were born this way. I was born this way. I joke around that I like reorganized everything right from the womb up (laughs) I don't know but um in my bedroom when I was a little girl I would organize my pencils like into Mm. and it was therapeutic for me my mom would say makes my heart palpitate just hearing you say that like walking into a stationery store and breathing in the air of the supplies (laughs) I I know and Meg Ryan says in that one movie I can't remember what it's called she says something about bouquets of sharp um sharply yes you've got mail yeah you've got mail I love that I love it so much it makes me happy every time I love it and this is like exactly the right time of year Yes, Yes. exactly. So anyways, I was um, very, I really, really enjoyed organizing. And some people don't understand how people could enjoy organizing. We're all built very differently. But it really inspires me and it makes me feel whole Mm. when I'm doing it. I absolutely love it. So and then I recognized that there was a gap there because there are people who are so frustrated. They're having such a hard time with keeping things organized or they're feeling overwhelmed in their lives. And it just doesn't and come it naturally just doesn't, to them. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. come naturally. And they're really wanting some tools and systems to be able to put in place in order to bring some more clarity and focus and... And sometimes probably even, I know for myself, even as an organized person, sometimes even just the idea of implementing a system feels so overwhelming, even though you know that once it's done, it's going to make your life easier, but it's hard to just get that start. And that's where you come in, right? That's where I come in. Yeah. So I work with people personally, one-on-one in their homes, um, helping them organize different rooms and areas and put systems in place for time management and paper management and just any any area that's um, challenging them when it comes to organization anything that they're feeling like they're tripping over kind of thing or it's or it's taking their time or 
Like you keep thinking about something and yeah. you're like, oh man, if I could just get to that. And yeah. you have it on your list for a whole year and then you're annoyed every day, but yeah. not still finding the time to yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or things getting forgotten about or appointments being missed or like a lot of people do have... Um, and just a lot of stuff and they're the things that matter to them get lost in that stuff mm. so there's a lot of different areas where I organize but yeah I just recognized that a lot of people were wanting this because what was happening is my close friends and my colleagues and my other business owners that I knew were wanting my help with these mm. things because I loved doing it I was so passionate about it and so I just decided to take the leap and I started my own business and so did you I'll just back this up for yeah, a second because yeah. I know that people listening this is Always for me, when I hear somebody sharing their story, I'm like, but how? Yeah. How did you do this? You know, like, it's like, one day I didn't, and then yeah. one day I did. <laughs> right. And like, everything in between, you're like, oh, it well, that's been. good. You know, <laughs> okay. so like, how, let's like, back this up, because I think this is, like you said, you're like, this isn't like the most flashy story. This is yeah. like, just the way that it is. But how, once you decided hey, I'm recognizing people are asking me to yes. do this and you're in a job that you don't love. Obviously, you're a single mom, right. you're raising two kids, you're not just throwing it to exactly. chance. You got to feed your kids. Yeah, yeah. So the way that I went about it in my life is that I found a program in Saskatoon. It's an entrepreneurship program. Hmm. It's called Praxis School of Entrepreneurship. It's a wonderful program for anybody who wants to start a business and needs handholding basically right. because I didn't have any formal training before this either um, not for business anyways and so I went to this through this entrepreneurship program and it was a three-part program the first part was building a business plan it was three months of building a business plan wow. so you really do a lot of really in-depth research so was for your this business like plan. online or it in was in person? person okay yeah so it was in person yeah so we did the first Part was building a business plan. The second part was um, like preparing your business to open. So you're doing things like opening your business bank account, you're getting your website set up, you're doing that kind of thing. And then the third phase, you're actually you actually open your business and you're operating. And all along wow. through this program, you have coaches who are working with you and that sort of thing. It's a fantastic program. So were you still working while going through this program? No, it was full time. Okay. Yeah. So I actually quit my job. Quit, I, I really did take choice. a leap. Yeah, you did. I quit my job because it was like, you know, I think people can recognize a lot of people have this experience where you hit a point in your life where the, you... There may actually be a choice, but you really feel like, no, I don't really have a choice anymore. Like my soul is being destroyed by this. Yeah, this I physically cannot yeah. function. I can't. I, so I was having anxiety attacks because I was so out of alignment with who I wanted to be. I was, you know, in this job and just, I was working at a lounge and it was, it was just not where I wanted to be in my life. I was raising kids and I wanted, you know, they've always been my number one. So I wanted to just be a well-rounded, mm. good mom. And I was not able to do that from that place. It was just not working for me. So yeah, so I just hit a point where I, it just had to change. And so yeah, I went through this entrepreneurship program. And then during the program and after, I took actual training to be a professional organizer through an organization, Canadian organization. And that was online training. And then I launched and <laughs> I would love to say, and it was history from Yeah, there. and it's been beautiful and fireworks and rainbows ever since. Yeah, <laughs> but actually it was, so I was in business for a little while and then I had a major event come up in my life, my personal life that was really, really hard. And I ended up going back to work full time for a while mm. because it was, it was just 
too much to be and as anybody who's listening and Kim you'll understand when you're running a business it takes a lot more than you know you go to work nine to five your job starts at nine and ends at five when you're an entrepreneur that's not the way it works your brain is on all the time and with this event that came up in my life which I'm not going to get into. That's not, that's a story for another day. Another podcast. Yeah. Yes. Probably over cocktails. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, I needed to be able to focus on my family and my, my heart and just be with, be with what was happening in my life. Um, so I went back to work for a while, but I was still taking clients on the side. So I was working with people, um, slowly, but surely building it up. And I worked, I worked for the next couple of years and then I, as of, um, uh, it was close to a year and a half ago now, I had been working at CPA firms for a few years because my background before, before the service industry was in bookkeeping. So I had been working at CPA firms for a few years and I was laid off and I had the option because the firm was splitting. There was two partners and it was splitting. So I was laid off. So I had the option of either going back to work or starting a business and I was at this turning point again and I decided I've been laid off so I'm you know supported partially supported there and I've got some organizing work that I'm still mm-hmm. doing I'm just gonna start a business and well, and again I you can like, look at that as okay door slamming in your face or window opening it right? felt like an opportunity mm-hmm. it was a terrifying opportunity because I chose not to go back to work and I was and yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> that's another whole story for another whole day. Stay tuned but for there episode was, yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a huge leap there for me mm. too, because I got laid off and with being laid off, it was, I either stay in the home that I'm in and get a job or let go of that home and open a business because it was too much for me to handle financially. Too much risk. Too much risk. So I let go of my family home to start my business. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're a risk taker. I went camping for the summer just to transition. Like, yeah, I was, it was huge. It was huge. And so it set off a wave of, you know, completely, a completely different direction that I ended up going in. But don't you find that when you are either for, like, you almost can't choose that kind of risk. Like something almost has to happen in order to shift your brain in such a completely different way that you can't just think how you used to think. Oh yeah. You have to think differently. Absolutely. Life happens like that. It inspires that way. Like it it unfolds that way and things just happen. And then you go, okay, I think, guess this is what we're doing now. Well, that's right. And I think that that is the difference. Like you were talking before about how being an entrepreneur is not a nine to five. And I think that's the, that's the myth that I, keep wanting to uncover as I chat with people mm-hmm. and as I go about my life as an event coordinator and yeah. being an entrepreneur is because you feel so passionate yeah. about something that it doesn't feel like work. Yes. Nobody is saying there's all these, I I love the book, the four hour work week by yeah. Tim Ferriss. I and too. I legit used to think that that book meant you only work four hours. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's like a common myth. Like, oh, awesome. You only work four hours. Well, you are in the wrong industry if you think four hours is a work week and you're goofing around (laughs) for the rest of the time. Being an entrepreneur means it doesn't feel like work is what I've learned. You know, you're working quadruply hard than Mm -hmm. you ever would be if you were 
clocking yourself in at nine to five, like you said. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a ton of, and I mean, there's so much energy that goes into holding space for your clients all the time. And then you find that balance where like, you do need to shut off at a certain, you work towards finding that balance. I don't have it yet. I'm still working towards it, but you find that balance where you're holding space for your clients and you're making sure that things are taken care of in the way they need, but you're also able to just attend attend to the rest of your life as well well totally and I think balance is always one of those things that I have a love-hate relationship with I feel like there's always this especially I think for women there's always this strive for finding this perfection in balance Mm -hmm. versus after many failed attempts in Mm -hmm. my life and continued learning process what I feel the most confident in right now is that I'm finding balance when I'm present in what I'm doing. And you know, like there's seasons of that where like I can't go to work and always feel guilty Mm -hmm. that I'm not with my children. And I can't be with my children and always feel guilty that I'm not working because then everything just blows up and I'm not showing my children what being passionate about life is. And I'm not showing my work what the other streams of me are right you know yeah yeah because it's all it really comes down to your life is you like it is you and if you're just head down barreling away all the time at whatever you're doing just to get to the next thing you're not allowing you don't allow it's not possible for your essence to come through it's completely snuffed out well and i think this is so true in whether you own your own business or not i think that for somebody who wants to start their own business and maybe isn't even at a place where they know what that business is yet. They just Mm -hmm. feel like they're in this grind of life and they just don't know what the next step is for. I think you can start by finding those things out right where you are. Mm -hmm. Like, are you working in a job you don't totally love? What is something you could do in that job that Mm -hmm. could start making you feel more like you rather than that? And if that just, you come up with a loss, there is nothing yeah. You got to get out. Yeah. Something needs to change. <laughs> something needs to change. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So what would you say um, that in talking with just balance and women and mm-hmm. life in general, what would you say that for you as an organizer is one of the number one things you find women are trying to juggle mm-hmm. in life? Like we're just supposed to organize <laughs> it all, juggle it all. How? Yeah. What would you say to somebody who comes at you and is like, help me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a lot of tangible tools that I use and systems that I put in place and all sorts of that sort of thing and physical organizing and that sort of thing that helps. But honestly, when it comes down to it, um, the biggest thing, and this is what I've, I've realized more than anything in the last, in the last two years, probably in my business is that I love organizing it's an absolutely beautiful tool and it really, really helps people to feel, um, to see the beauty around them and to find clarity and peace and freedom and all of these incredible qualities in their life. But one of the, probably the biggest factor is that if, and you know, if you want to enjoy your environment and your life, you have to get out of your, your, your head has to get out of the way. Right. So I guess what I'm getting at is that, um, For women, especially because we take on so much, (laughs) the number one factor is for a person to understand, um, not 
for a person to not not be hard on themselves mm. when they do just give yourself some just grace. Give yourself yeah. some grace. Just allowing you taking care of yourself and giving yourself grace because the problem is not that you're not keeping up or that you're not good enough or any of those things. It's that you're beating yourself up for all of it. Right. And you're telling yourself these stories in your yeah, head all, that's all day. It every is. Day. Yeah. It's none of us can do it all. Like it's not that's not it's not possible, you know? People think that they can do everything perfectly at all times and that that's something to work towards. It's never going to happen. That's not the way life works. It's just you do your best and the the self-sabotage is where mm. we really totally really, you know, really destroy ourselves. That's the biggest thing because well, and we're seeing snippets on Instagram and yeah. on social media mm-hmm. of oh, perfection yeah. and I think it's hilarious to me, actually, because in my industry, in events, like the whole point is Mm -hmm. making an event be perceived as perfect, perfect. right? Nobody would hire me if I put on an event or a party or a dinner party that looked like garbage, you know, like that would not be beneficial to me. However, knowing that that is an illusion and Mm -hmm. knowing that I get the opportunity to create experiences for people that in that moment, yeah. the world kind of feels like it stops and everything feels exactly. perfect. But for the rest of the time, I got to that <laughs> yeah. event after getting my kids out the yeah. door. The house is a storm. We probably ordered in. Yeah. I don't have a chef. I don't have a cook, nanny. I don't have a house cleaner. Yeah. Um, but I can't do it all. Yeah. So that event is going to be amazing because everything else in my life is hitting the fan, you know, because <laughs> yeah, that's where that. my focus needs to be paid to in that moment because that is what I've committed to and that's where I'm at. Yes. Don't have an event going on. I can cook dinner. Yeah. I can be home when my kids get home and hang out, but I'm not also trying to throw the party of the year that same night, yeah. you know, like yeah, it's absolutely. just that constant balance. And I am a huge, uh, speaker of this because I fail at this every single day. Like when you're in an industry, we were talking about this too, like your industry of organization. Mm -hmm. If you are not giving people tools to be organized and helping them clear this clutter, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have a business. Right. The the whole point is that you're trying to get them to not a place of perfection, but a place of things that are... it's a place of balance. Yeah. It is. It's a place of balance. It's a balance between that perfectionism and using tools that bring you joy. Like there's a, there's a place, there's a tipping point there where Mm. you can be striving for joy. And I guess not necessarily striving for joy, but wanting less clutter in your life in all sorts of different ways and decreasing the clutter and decreasing the clutter until it's really improved your life immensely. But then there's a tipping point where people will take it too far because it feels like they need to be perfect. And that's just not, that's not the point. It's not reality and it's not Mm -hmm. the point. And it will never manifest. It's like an ongoing struggle. Yeah. It'll never get to the end. end. It's like this, yeah, hamster wheel of, you know. Totally. So I, I mean, I love organization and I'm all about this. So do you have like, if, like you said, there's so many different ways to me mental clutter mm-hmm. is the starting point yes. for myself. Yeah, I, I know that 
I mean, being in my physical space, if I am at home and I am looking around and it is messy and the house needs to be cleaned and the kids have left their stuff everywhere, my husband's shoes are kicked over in the back entrance Mm -hmm. and that immediately, I feel this like fluttering in my heart where I'm like, okay, stay calm, stay calm. This should not bother you as much as it does. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's Mm -hmm. happy. Except me right Right. now because I'm looking around (laughs) at this clutter. So... What would you say are like, I feel like I have to remind myself of that. And my immediate reaction to it is go clean it up. Right. Which doesn't really serve any purpose because I'm also trying to raise little people to do things. But what would you say would be maybe your like top one or two tips in order to either in a moment of feeling mental clutter Mm -hmm. or physical clutter where you're seeing stuff everywhere and just don't know where to begin mm-hmm. what would be something somebody can start doing today that would just be a deep breath and here's one thing to start doing you don't need to do it all you just need to do one thing yeah um yeah I, again i would like to say something tangible like super. organized you know <laughs> physical whatever But I would say, honestly, my number one tip would be start taking a minute to breathe in the morning. Hmm. Because when you slow down, slow your mind down, first thing in the morning, you're starting your day off like this is the... This is the pace that we're going at today. Interesting. So we're yeah. not on fire. We're not morning. on fire mm-hmm. in the morning. So even if you take one minute, like one minute can be enough just to go, this is the pace that we're setting for today. And then when you see that clutter sitting around and you want to leave it for your kids. Right. Because <laughs> that's really important sometimes. Yeah. It won't, it just won't trigger you the same way. So instead of rolling over, reaching for your cell phone and yes. checking your texts and Instagram DMs and emails which is such a horrid horrid habit and I will be honest I go in phases with this yeah I use my phone as my alarm clock yeah because I don't like clutter yes so I I don't want an alarm clock there but I have to be really really mindful when I wake up Mm -hmm. that I touch the alarm off yeah and don't pick it up yes I don't even have my ringer on yeah nobody needs me the three people most important to me are still asleep under my roof yeah. and there's no fire, Yes, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so your tip would be just don't reach for your phone and just take a it minute. It would be literally just take one minute, like first thing in the morning and take a few deep breaths. Maybe imagine your day going the way that you want it to. Oh, that's like, a good idea. How how would you like your day to unfold? What's happening today and what kind of person would you like to be in each of those events? Because then you're projecting a certain pace onto your day rather than, and I know that's not like, that's not like, and organize your pencils in this right. direction. <laughs> which for some people which would is, be like, and we're turning this off because that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the, that's the, the foundation that's most important is getting your mind straight. And when you can do that first thing in the morning, slow yourself down rather than being, because when, and actually, you know. When you jump on your phone first thing in the morning, yes, you're already like your mind's already going, but it's actually physically stimulating your mind too. So right. it gets your it gets your mind in a whole different pace for the rest of your day. It's like super anxious and stimulated for your whole well, day. And it almost it's like reactive. Yeah. Isn't it? That's yeah. one of the things that I have been learning a lot of in the last year because I am a very reactive person yeah. naturally. Yeah. I 
know what I like. I know what I don't like. Mm -hmm. I hold high expectation for myself and the people around me. And I am very aware of that, but that doesn't change the fact that that's still something that I have to work on every single day. And I sometimes don't have the control to be able to work on that. So if Mm -hmm. I can put systems in place like not looking at my phone, that I can control. I can control my hand from reaching out and grabbing the (laughs) phone and pulling it to me. (laughs) I can't necessarily control the fact that I'm going to be in absolute anxiety by reading a nasty email. Right. You know? So I agree 100% on that, that you might think that that doesn't sound like the most efficient tip, but I do think that that's a very important thing. And I think if you can do that Mm -hmm. tomorrow, I am going to do that tomorrow and I am not going to reach for my phone and maybe I will buy an alarm clock. Oh, what I was going (laughs) to say is I actually just keep my phone in the kitchen, which Mm. is right around the corner from my room. So it's 10 feet away. It's not in my reach. So I have to get out of bed, which helps you to get my butt out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So it helps me get out of bed. But then also like the, the signal that's coming off of your phone will already be stimulating your brain before you wake up. Right. Too. So if you can just have it outside of the room, that really helps. So how do you wake up? The alarm on my phone. It's still, it's still the alarm on my phone. I I I just hear it from around the corner. It's just the wall in between. It helps with the signal. Yeah. Because it already stimulates your brain when you're sleeping. Interesting. Yeah. So So. organization then I feel like is such a broad term. I think when people probably, when, when you probably tell someone you're an organizer, they're like, in my mind, at least the first thing that comes to is, oh, you come in and like clean out cupboards and closets. And like, that is just yeah, like what I think of, but yeah. knowing you and you have helped me immensely in some of the paper mm-hmm. clutter and pieces where I feel like an incredibly organized person. This is the thing here, people. <laughs> if you think, if you are like me and feel like you are an incredibly organized person and maybe are an incredibly organized person, there can still be areas within organization that are just not your forte. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, Christine has seen what parts of organization are not my forte because paper, I don't do a lot of paper in my work. I do digital. So I don't have files and papers and things that I need. Everything I do is kept on digital documents Mm -hmm. and I'm typing my my to-do lists and notes. There's nothing on a paper for me. So when you came in to help me with my business papers and our nonprofit paper Mm -hmm. organization, which is a whole nother baby in this house. I really like, I'll be honest. I'm a real person. I was so embarrassed. I was so (laughs) embarrassed and it took like courage, even being somebody who is an extrovert and I don't embarrass easily. Mm -hmm. I felt maybe embarrassed isn't even the word. I felt like I had failed. I think I even said that to you when we first met. Like, I didn't know you very well, but you came in. I hired you to come in to do this paperwork for me because I just was, like you said, at my limit and Mm -hmm. I didn't know where else to go um, to get this organized. And I was just tired of thinking about it. The capacity it was taking on my brain. It weighs on your shoulders so much. It felt like a physical brick. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it does. So I was like embarrassed and you came in and were so lovely and just saying things in a way that were comforting Mm -hmm. and being able to kind of almost immediately just sort of navigate the direction that this organization needed to go. Like we weren't working on 
our whole entire house as a yeah. whole. We had this one section, yeah. one desk, one paper project, and yes. we had a goal as to what we were getting to the end of on it. Yeah. So what would you say would be sort of the main pieces that that your service, like what are the services that you work on the most with, yeah. with people? Okay, so there's a few different areas. One is what you're thinking, when you think of professional organizer off the top of your head and you're saying organizes closets. Like I'm like thinking like, okay, you want the movie Blended with Drew Barrymore yeah. and her and her girlfriend are yes. moving around like, in people's closets. Yeah, and that's okay. me. <laughs> I love doing that. Like, Our very own Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> Getting into a closet or into somebody's office and reorganizing their office or the garage if it's been, Just you know, gets you piles of boxes. Heart, I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. It's really fun. So, and then, um, so physical organization is one. And then paper is definitely another. A lot of people really struggle with paper. It's a challenge. Um, keeping it organized, staying on top of it, the tasks, you know, parts that are action oriented. And it's just constant. It's constant. constant. It's, it's constant. So one thing is helping people manage their paper. And then I also help people go paperless when they're ready. Mm. So I have all sorts of tools up my sleeve for that as well. Um, and then along the lines of paper, because I have a bookkeeping background, when I started this, when I re restarted my business here full time a year and a half ago, I decided that I would do bookkeeping as well. And it goes hand in hand with the organizing because what has happened is I work with bookkeeping clients and they need help with their paper. It's just like they, it happens. Yeah. yeah. Or they need, they need tools like software um, implemented, tech implemented in order to create streamline in their business with their workflow and their processes. That's the kind of thing that I do as well. So... Um, yeah, the bookkeeping. So really, <laughs> a lot like, of different areas. Well, but it, and I feel like money kind of is the thing that comes into it then yes. too, right? Bookkeeping, obviously. Yes. This is money. So my next question then to you would be, um, I know that you have money workshops. Yeah. And like things that you do, which really falls beautifully under the umbrella of organizing. Yeah. Because money is a universal term. Yes. Every human mm -hmm. needs money. I eight-year-old needs money yes. my 11 year old needs money like yeah. if you are leaving your if you live in a home if yeah. you are leaving your home money is needed yes right like yes. you need it so absolutely how do you use these events so what kind of events money events like do you do you host like tell me about what yeah. you do okay so um it would have been, I'm not sure exactly how long ago, but I met a woman through the well again mm -hmm. um, named Tahira Fidali. She's a CPA in Saskatoon here. And her and I was started talking about money and we were, the conversation started around, um, we were talking about shame around money because mm. this had come up in an event that we were at there. And we had been talking about this idea of shame around money. And so her background is in, she does lots of um, CFO and budgeting type things for organizations. And I have a bookkeeping background and an organizational background. So between just the two of us, it, it, all was just, yeah, <laughs> it was just a beautiful fit because, and then I also um, have been working with mindset money, like not just money. I've been working with general mindset work for quite a long time now. And I had specifically tackled some really intense money mindset stuff in the last little while. And so I was able to bring that in as well. So we created, we decided we wanted to create something that would help women find a safe, have a safe place to come together with other women to talk about money where they could 
talk completely openly, say whatever they wanted to say, have a conversation about their relationship to money, um, and then also implement tools. So it's a four week it's a four week workshop, and um, we cover a conversation around money, just what your personal experience has been with money. I mean, everybody's got a family history with money, whether it goes right. one way or the other. People are either ashamed or feel guilty about the money. Right. That that's right. Right. <laughs> so. We talk about money, what people's relationship, each person's relationship is to money. And then we move into working with uh, mindset. So limiting beliefs around money. What is it that you believe about yourself that is stopping you? And sometimes you don't realize you're believing something. It's like subconscious. Quote, unquote. It's subconscious. It's just what is stopping you from having the financial freedom that you want to have. And whatever reason comes to mind for you there is very likely a, a mindset thing. It's something that you believe from the way that your life has unfolded and mm. what your life has shown you that makes you think that you can't have what you want, you know, so where, where you want to get. What would you say somebody attending this workshop? I know you have one coming up in October yeah. that people can sign up for mm-hmm. and I'll share the links in the show notes so people can find this workshop yeah. afterwards if they're interested in learning more about it. Sure. What would you say that somebody attending this, they're going to leave with what? They're going to leave with um, the confidence and the tools that they need in order to be able to move forward and change their financial trajectory. Whatever Mm -hmm. they thought their life was going to be moving forward. A lot of people think they don't have the opportunity. And um, we are here to teach people that they can have whatever they want. So Mm. our women leave the workshop feeling empowered and having the actual skills, tangible skills and tools that they need in order to change their financial future. I love that. That's so, that's so amazing. So I, I always find it interesting too, because I feel like in the industry of events that I am in and seeing so many different events that go on and I have a certain niche that I plan for small boutique style events and seeing workshops and different things and just the incredible way that you are able to take your business as an organizer (laughs) where it probably wouldn't be something where you're like oh hey I should throw an organizing event or something, you know, but like to be able to incorporate small pieces of your business into something so specific. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say that like events, so I, I'd never imagined myself doing events. I thought I would just be this solopreneur that was operating very quietly and (laughs) just minding your own business, business, (laughs) taking a client here and there. But what I have found is that events have been such a beautiful way to grow my business because I, I, what happened with money wellness and what happened with, I held a meal planning workshop that you know about recently here. That's a whole nother And that's a whole nother episode, but it was so much fun. But what happened was I was really inspired in these areas and partly because I have some experience and I'm able to offer some expertise, but mostly just because they're areas that I'm passionate in. And then I held these events and spent time with these women and then they wanted to work with me. Mm-hmm. And so it's it, almost like you're helping people, but it's also a marketing tool. It's a marketing mm-hmm. tool. It totally is, but it's not intended to be. 
It's, and that's the beautiful that's thing the about beautiful it. That's the beautiful thing. I know. Is that I sit down, you know, I'm laying in bed at night going like, <laughs> oh, I would love to do this one thing. And then and then I decided to do it. Like with the meal planning workshop, I was, I was literally laying in bed going, I really want to do my meal planning for the fall. Man, I really got to get to that. I would love to love to have that lined up right away here. Oh my gosh, that would be fun to do with a whole bunch of women. Yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I, I did it. it. And yeah, and that's, yeah. So I, I like to operate that way from a place of inspiration rather than a, it's like a, it's like a push rather than a pull or maybe it's vice versa. I don't remember oh, the saying. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So to close um, here today, there's, I mean, I could talk with you for hours, but <laughs> we all have work to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I always like to finish up the podcast with a few questions that I ask my guests because I love digging into like the little like bitty pieces of life that people would yeah. maybe not know about you. So um Okay, so we already talked about this a little bit. So in the morning, what is one thing that you do that sets the tone for yeah, your day? Yeah, so just as I said before, literally my number one absolute non-negotiable is my meditation in the morning. It's an absolute non-negotiable. I'll go out the door without brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I love but, it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, I'm going to like move yeah, back a little bit. Yeah. Back. yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, okay, so you've done your meditation and are you a coffee drinker what happens next in the morning I am not a coffee drinker I make myself tea in the morning so first thing in the morning I get up I make tea I sit down on my yoga mat do my meditation Mm. and then I drink my tea and do some writing I love it yeah I love it yeah um so when you do finally get out the door yeah because we laugh about this because I also work from home as an entrepreneur and there are days where I'm like, have I been outside? Yeah. This week? I'm <laughs> oh my not gosh, sure. Too. You know? I should really go to the grocery store real quick and get something. Like Otherwise, just, I wouldn't have left yeah, the house today. Totally. Like just one breath of fresh air. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so, when you are out and about, what is like one absolute must that you always have in your bag or purse? Okay. So, I know everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but. <laughs> say it that's the best kind I have two and the second one's a little bit more fun but the first one is my phone and I know like people are always like get away from your phone and I agree entirely and it also organizes my entire life right so I you know I have my calendar on my phone I have my tasks on my phone I have a scanner on my phone like you'd be literally like, standing in a parking lot being like I don't even know what direction to go yeah yeah google maps I have all of my organizational pieces on my phone so I just that's the one thing that always and honestly I was trying to think like what is something else that I keep with me because I don't carry a purse or anything oh yeah you're that organized I, well I'm just that per- yeah like I I I'm just that person. Like I just don't have anything I keep with me at all. Wow, good for you. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe you're missing, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe missing something. <laughs> okay, so what? What was? What was so your second the, thing? The, the other little thing that I usually keep with me is oil, and so I've done a lot of a lot of. Um, playing around with Ayurveda in the last okay. year, yeah. which is a whole nother topic. Yeah. Again, not going to get into it, but oil is very, very luxurious and very So grounding. like you're talking about like essential oil. I'm talking about um, like skin oil. Yeah. So, okay. so I use sesame oil. It's really good for my skin and I really enjoy sesame oil. It's very grounding. Anyways, it's very luxurious and very grounding. So if you're feeling like uh, you just need like a second in the day to just stop and it can it reminds you you know you put oil on your arms or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like lotion but it's better for your skin yes um so you put oil on your on your arms for a minute 
in the middle of the day, you pause and it really grounds you because you're coming back to your body and, and just even brings the you back motion into your body. of taking a minute and yeah. rubbing and your it, oils. Well, it's in. very nurturing. You're telling your whole nervous system, like, I got you. You're okay. <laughs> you're taking you're care be okay. of it. It's all good. Yeah. I like that. So that's my other thing. Yeah. I like that. So then that leads into my next question. So self-care mm-hmm. what do you do for self-care to protect your mental health and to help you feel grounded yeah in any given day because there are days where that isn't something that I find like why do you have to remember to take care of yourself right but I do like why is that not something that comes naturally and why I would know. I feel guilty stopping in the day to put lotion or oil yeah. on my arms yes. I shouldn't feel but yet I do yeah. where I'm like Nope, gotta get it done. I've only got a few more minutes before (laughs) the kids get home or before my next appointment or whatever the case may be. So what would you say? Your oil. Yeah, the oil. So I have a lot of of self-care. And the reason that is is because I got to a point where along the lines, I don't remember if it was the same time as... I've burnt out a couple times. I've made that mistake a few times in my life. Lesson not learned. Lesson not learned more than once. Mm -hmm. And then the time that I did learn was I, I actually got sick. So your body I had a, physically I, shut down. My body physically shut down, and I and I got really scared because I was having I didn't have answers for a long time. So I had all these symptoms, no answers, and I really didn't know if I was going to be okay. So I got really scared. So I started taking care of myself in a big way. So I have all sorts of stuff I do, but you know the meditation, the writing, um, yoga, physical exercise. I am not very good at, but I'm working on it. But you're digging in anyways. But I'm digging in anyways. Taking my vitamins, just you know, trying to eat as well as I can, and, and sometimes picking even just one thing. Yeah can so make a big difference. I think if if it's anything, it's stopping. It, you know, set an alarm four times on your phone throughout the day and stop for 30 seconds and go like drop into your body and go, what do I need right now? Mm. Because otherwise we're on autopilot. We don't even realize what's happening. We're just following we don't our realize to-do what we list. Need. How can or... we take care of ourselves if we don't know what we need? Mm. Like if, we, if you don't, you know what I mean? If yeah. you're not aware of what's going on in your body at all. Then you can't system. ever really so, get to a place of feeling maybe happier either no, because you don't even know what's you don't, working or not Because you're working. not registering what's happening in your system at all when you're just go, 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 go. So like really intentionally stopping, even if it's for 30 seconds, really intentionally stopping and saying like, okay, what's happening in me right now? Like what emotions are there? What is my body experiencing? What do I need? And just, and then, and then you can go back to what you're doing. I love that. So you, that's almost, that leads into my very last question. What is one piece of advice that you Mm -hmm. would leave the listeners today? If you could just share one snippet of something, whether it's something tangible to do or, um, something that, um, they could just try to maybe tweak their brain into thinking a little bit differently after hearing this today. Okay. So. I think this is the theme today because I came from yeah. Coffee Connection this morning. <laughs> yes. And the theme was slowing down. Oh. And so this is what I'm going to encourage too because this is how, what I had been thinking about um, before is that absolutely I think it's really, really important for us. Like less is more is really, really, really important and in in every area so this pertains to organization and um you know i'm i'm in the process of learning a system called 
um, profit first for the, for my bookkeeping clients. And what it is, is paying yourself first. It's profit first and then expenses. And, you know, I think just this concept is of less is more is really, really important in, in all areas. So if you think about your home with physical clutter, if you have more things, it doesn't mean you have more joy because a lot of times what it is, is you're surrounded by a lot of things you don't really love all that much. If you, if you imagine an environment where you're surrounded by just a few things that you really love, and then an environment where you're surrounded by a lot of things where you're really, your favorite things are buried, it's like a watered down version of your life. Hmm. So surrounding yourself, we know we kind of touched on like doing what you love with your work. So surrounding yourself by activities that you love, people that you love, um, items that you love, that sort of thing. And just having less activity, less things. Um, just to leave yourself just open to for Just to leave more. yourself open for mm-hmm. more because that's where the juicy stuff comes from is these spaces in our lives. That's where the juice comes I from. I love that. <laughs> now I am going to go purge my whole entire house. <laughs> I love your home. <laughs> Thank you so much, Christine. This has been enlightening and I hope that... You will go follow uh, Christine, the organizer, on Instagram and just check out um, what she posts. It's just really inspiring. So thank you for being my guest today. Thank you. This was so nice. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life wherever you listen to podcasts. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. Each week, I will pick one review that will be read on the show and the person who left that review will receive a special gift from me. Cheers to celebrating simple life.